Welcome, everyone, to another great episode of Tea Time with Tommy. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest here. Man needs no introduction. Independent professional wrestler LSG has come to join us. There and LSG, thank you for taking the time to come on our show. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Love the setup. Very <laughs> this is yeah. Zoom, the new generation, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get yeah, let's get right into it, LSG. Here we go. Yeah. Um, first question is, uh, what inspired you to uh, become a professional wrestler? So I was a I was a huge wrestling fan as a kid. I think the first pay per view I saw was WrestleMania 17, which was I know a lot, huge for a lot of guys my age. And then, um, but I mean, I, I don't think wrestling uh, was something I thought you could do as a job. And then later on, I discovered Ring of Honor. I actually went to a Ring of Honor show in my hometown in Edison, New Jersey. And that's when I kind of realized, wow, um, when I saw the independent wrestling, you know, for myself, and I was right there close to the ring, it felt real to me. It finally felt like something you could actually attain. So I think that's the uh, the night I went was Final Battle 2005, and I, I think that's the night that I kind of realized that this is something that I could possibly do with my life. Wow! Wow! Amazing! Amazing! That's incredible. Um, in your young career uh, so far, uh, are there any like particular matches that uh, you considered memorable and has stood out to you the most? Well, uh, I guess with Ring of Honor, it's got to be some of the bigger matches with you know guys like the Young Bucks. War Machine, um, the Briscoes. These are guys that I've like looked up to most of my life. So getting to wrestle them at such a high level and, and on that stage was pretty memorable for me. Yeah. Excellent. So I know with your move set, you go by the human rocket with high flying moves such <laughs> as the 450 splash, corkscrew planchas. Uh, tell us about your experience training to be able to pull off those moves and some of your inspiration for them. It's funny. I never thought I would do high-flying moves, but I guess like I'm pretty athletic just in general. So <laughs> I think once I got in the ring and I, I started getting a little more comfortable with, with myself and, and my limitations, I decided to just try things out. And at my school at the Monster Factory, we have a, like a stunt pad, a big crash pad. And it's, it's easy to go practice those things. So it kind of just like, uh, you know, I, as a kid, I would mess around and do like flips and stuff on the trampoline and all that when we backyard wrestled. But I didn't think I was going to do that in a real ring. So when I got to the Monster Factory and started actually practicing these things, um, it just kind of came naturally. Uh, so, you know, every once in a while, I hit a 450 or hit the spiral tap some crazy stuff like that, a couple dives here and there. Not, not too much. I'm kind of like scaling it back a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. I never thought I was going to be doing high flying stuff, but I guess when it, when I, when I have to pull it out, I do. Uh, Alice, that means you are an elite athlete. If you're doing high flying stuff. So <laughs> too humble. You're too humble. Uh, so I, I've been like, I watched uh, a lot of your interviews. Uh, this past week, and I uh, hear you used to be a New York Mets. You are, sorry, you are a New York <laughs> Mets fan. So I got a question. This is an interesting question. So if you had three athletes outside of professional wrestling right now who could be in the professional wrestling industry, who would those three athletes be? And would one of them be from the New York Mets? 
the New York Mets. Oh, uh, um, the guy with the long hair. I think he'd be a okay. good one. Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. Yeah, he he's up there. He's got he's got the body. He's got the physique for it. He's a big dude. Um, he, Pete Alonso as well. He's always also a big guy. He's our first yep. base. Um, a couple big guys on the Yankees too. Giancarlo Stanton. Um, he's 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 pretty big. <laughs> uh, then there's other guys that are really really good athletes. Um, Man, I don't know when I when I think of wrestling, what it, what it what it takes to to do what we do in the ring. I really look to like basketball players because I think they're the mm-hmm. best athletes in the world. And what's cool about basketball players too, you know, they're front and center, their faces are on the camera, their use of the spotlight. I feel like, um, and, and you know, us as fans of sports, like we we can we see their faces, we see their facial expressions and things like that. So I think a lot of NBA players would, would uh, really kick ass in, in pro wrestling. Like, uh, could you can you name a few? No, I'd say LeBron James, maybe. LeBron's just a freak athlete. You know, I think he'd excel at anything. Um, I don't know about right now which guys, but I would like I would have loved to see like Shaq actually have a wrestling career. Oh yes, <laughs> that would have been that would have been interesting to see him like take a different path in his life and and do wrestling because you know he, we know he can talk. Um, Charles Barkley too would have been <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Good choice. Good choice. I remember Rodman got into WCW back yeah. in the yeah, and Carl Malone. Yeah, yeah. So there's a good example. Yeah, there are a lot of good trash talkers right now in the NBA. So I mean, any of those guys would be good. Well, one more thing. One more thing. Uh, being a being from Toronto, me, Norm, and Sean, being Raptors fans. What about Kawhi Leonard? How do you think he would do? <laughs> Dude, he'd have to put a mask on. <laughs> If they, no, want to, we, if they want to give him a robot gimmick, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. That's awesome. Um, yeah, going back to your uh, wrestling career, uh, you you've been a singles competitor, and as well as part of a talented tag team uh, in your career. Um, which division do you see yourself uh, competing uh, going forward? And for the immediate future, definitely as a singles competitor. You know, we uh, I started off as a singles wrestler. Went to Ring of Honor, did the whole tag thing. We just broke up in December. And I think it's just an opportunity for me to get back to what I was doing before and um, and just take everything I learned the last, it's like four to five years now with Ring of Honor and just um, elevate myself. You know, there's so many good guys on that roster and even in, the, in just the rest of the independents right now that I want to test myself against. And um, anybody who knows me, any of these local promotions, especially in New Jersey, they know I can I can go I can go with the best of them, um, so I'm excited to to mix it up with some of these guys, in Ring of Honor especially guys like Bandito, um, guys like Ray Horace and um, Flamita, all these like luchadors that we have in now, um, I think it'd be pretty exciting. Nice good choices. I bet you probably want to get back on the road eventually when the time's right. But is there any specific wrestling venues that you really want to get back at performing or venues that you haven't had the chance to perform at yet? Right. I think um, a big one for me, just like, uh, I guess on a smaller scale, is the, ne- the um, what's the heck is it called? House of Independence. That's where, if you guys are familiar with GCW in yep. New Jersey, that's like their main, that's their home base. And it's like 40 minutes from my house. I would love to get a chance to wrestle there eventually. 
um, because they, they have some hot shows. And then I guess maybe on a larger scale, I would love to, you know, go to Japan. A lot of my friends have been there. A lot of people, my friends have wrestled at Kirkland Hall. So like that's on my, that's on my bucket list. And I hope, hope one day we can start traveling again and I can fulfill that dream. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing all that with us, LSG. Um, so as, uh, as you know, uh, with all of our uh, guests, wrestling guests here on our show, Tea Time, we always have a fun trivia at the end. So are you, LSG, ready oh, for God. some Tea Time <laughs> trivia? Now, now you, you, uh, there's a good thing here. Uh, you, get a life, you get three lifelines. Okay. So you can either get help from Norbs or uh, Sean with the lifeline. So don't worry. It's the five questions, three lifelines. I think you'll get perfect. Okay. <laughs> Let's go here. Tea time with trivia with LSG. Question number one. <laughs> Who was Sean Waltman known as before he became X-Pac? Pac, sorry, X-Pac. Who was he known as? You got the three lifelines? So uh, before... Oh, jeez, okay. Nailed that. <laughs> Nailed it. Three seconds, man. It only took him three seconds, man. I've always, I always uh, try to uh, try to make it easy the first one, and then boom, the tough ones are going to be coming. But great job, LSD. Uh, question number two. Who did Stone Cold Steve Austin defeat to win King of the Ring in 1996? Remember he made that famous 316 speech? Yeah, you got lifelines. Oh. Was no, it was unfortunately Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh. But it's all good. It's all good. No, no, no. That was a hard question. That was a hard question. They had a lot of matches, Hart and Austin, so that, that that was a pretty good answer though. That was a good one, yeah, because he had that rival with Bret Hart, which was tremendous back in the day. Alright, here we go. Question number three. A little toughy here. Uh, what was The Rock's first movie? The Rock's. Okay. I want to say it was The Mummy Returns. Wow. That is right. Wow. Introduction of the Scorpion King. Yes. Great job, LSG. Man, that's a tough question. That was probably fantastic CGI. Oh my good. Okay, you're on. <laughs> that, was, that might have been the toughest one out of the five. Good job. All right, so two for three for LSG. Great job. Question number four. All right, here we go. This is for you, LSG. It's for you here. When was the last time the New York Mets won the World Series? What year? You try to like make fun of me here. <laughs> you're taking digs at me. This hurts. Okay, our team. I'm sorry. We suck this year. Uh, they're we're, coming we're back. Never, we're never going to win one again. You guys will. It's 1986. Oh, okay. oh hey. I apologize. Yeah, they're going to win. You guys are winning. I'm telling you. I'm calling it right now. It's happening this decade. Miracle Mets are going to come back soon enough. Any consolation, uh, we have a hockey team, Toronto Maple Leafs. We've never oh, won yeah. in 40 years or 50 years. So <laughs> it's. <laughs> 60s was. Sixty-nine was the last time our hockey team won the Stanley Cup. So, it's <laughs> here we go. Question. Here's last one. Question number five. LSG. And once again, you got the lifelines here. Who was Ronda Rousey's first WWE opponent? It was. Here's the hint. It was a tag team match. Oh, okay. It was Stephanie and Triple H. 
Oh, wow. He needed no lifelines whatsoever. And great four for five. Great I job. Forgot, I forgot. I almost forgot that that was her first one. Wow. That was like a couple in, but I forgot that was her first one. Just for fun. Do you know who her partner was? That was Kurt Angle. Wow. Okay. You know what? I, if, if you come back on the show again, I'm going to have to step it up. That, that was too, too easy for yeah, you. That was too easy. <laughs> I'm not great at, at wrestling for you. Honestly, I'm not. <laughs> that, you are. That, those are questions people can't answer. But LSG, great job again. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time coming on our show. Hope you have fun. We had fun. I, 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 we really right. enjoyed it. Uh, before you go, though, would you like to give a shout out? Uh, on uh, to the fans of how they can follow you on uh, social yeah, media. Definitely. So my handles are the same across the board on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. It's Leon San Giovanni, L-E-O-N-S-T Giovanni. Just look up LSG, you'll find me. I've got some cool stuff coming up. Luckily, I, I you know I live in an area where we're starting to run wrestling shows again. So I have one coming up August 22nd. That's with Russell Pro here in New Jersey. Um, August 29th with Synergy Pro Wrestling. That's going to be on Fight TV. And then WrestlePro's heading to Alaska. So I'll be back in Alaska for two, for two dates in September. I think that'll be streaming live too, probably Fight TV. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for those. Follow WrestlePro on Twitter as well for all those updates. Wow, absolutely. And guys, check this guy out. Up and comer, high flyer, LSG. Uh, and LSG, hang on. Don't go anywhere yet. But ladies, everyone who is watching, thank you for joining us for another great episode of Tea Time with Tommy and LSG. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Be safe, everybody. <laughs>